1: the potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, hone, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise on the Behind the Wheel podcast, but we're uncertain as to whether or not there was a possibility. We have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this "we" you're talking about? You know, it's just you. I now we're gonna go with "we." We now have be going with "we." I think we're gonna go with "we." Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post-roll. Simply visit coffee.com. Forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko-fi.com Forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Babyox, baby, O, D-Rock, D-Livingstone! Woo! And today is Sunday. I don't know if you ever had one of those days you say, you know, I'm going to do a do-over. It's Sunday, you know, or whatever the day is, ah, I'm going to do a do-over. And that's where I was at this morning, Angie. I said, you know what? I'm going to do a do-over. I got up, got into the news, I'm like, no... Maybe Maybe I should um, Rethink this I was already I already started the day I said you know what Let me Let me um, Let me revisit some material You know And so I played What's going on Nathaniel You know And, I, and I, so I played Reached out to my man um, Interviewed him earlier In the week Or the week before Kevin Good brother Dr. Kevin And he was like Yo you know, I'm gonna send you some stuff You got a chance to talk And he was like Yeah So he hit me up and called me And then he sent me Some uh, material afterwards just um, you know, I used to have like a morning routine when I was working at this um, this group home. You know, you before we'd get the kids up. You know, I would I would have like a meditation or some affirmations that I would say to kind of start the day. You know, this is pre, um, social media, so I didn't go online. It was none of that. You know, I think I might have had a flip phone. I don't know what type of phone I had then. It wasn't, it wasn't an iPhone, let's just say that. So there was no social media or whatever. But I had a routine. I'd get up in the morning. What's going on, Mac? I hope you enjoyed the mask. And I would start my day like, you know, with, with a routine. You get into the day. And so he sent me this um meditation stuff and just some breathing things. And it was like, it's good stuff, good stuff, you know. It's was like, you know, this is this is good, brother. Um, so reliable source. And so I'm in, we said, what are we calling this? The satellite location. I'm in Bridgeport. So I'm standing up in in my ki- my sister's kitchen, just stretching and you know watching this this video, this kai video. And I'm so I'm trying to to watch. So the movements are not fluid because I don't know what I'm doing, you know. But it's it's stretching, and so you're trying to to watch what's going on on the screen and do it while you know you're trying to understand. You know, it's new. You know, you're new to something. You feel a little awkward. My sister comes in and she sees me doing this stretching and breathing thing. is like, you know how somebody catches you in mid, and like, what, what are you doing? So, yeah, you know, I'm stretching, moving, getting, you know, you get a little older, and you, some things get a little stiff, you start moving. So, yeah, I figured I would start my day a little, a little differently because I got up and I was listening to the news, and it was just, not even so much listening to the news, just, just checking out what was going on on Twitter. One story in particular, this guy, um, you might have heard him a, a couple of weeks back um, this is this is him this is what he was saying I don't know if you remember that guy under attack I wanted to
0: tell you I am in this they will not move me I am not going I've had some difficulties with my science advisor <clears throat> what they've done by coming after him is made him permanent I'm not letting Paul Alexander go I'm not going anywhere you know why because the president of the United States supports me and what I'm doing is good for you and good for your family because rotten science should not govern this pandemic response it shouldn't affect the election but it will if you let it
1: and so that is I don't know if you heard that but you'll hear it on the episode when you tune into the to the podcast he is he is part of he was <laughs> let's say was because he's no longer there um but he's not a scientist he was on the team and trump appointed him there and the story that i read this morning was a political story they got 300 million dollars from congress took some money from the opioid crisis to fund advertisements that this guy created michael caputo you know <laughs> shortly after releasing that statement where i am not going anywhere this deep state theory he uh, you know he left citing mental health issues and now the story comes out that uh, you know they got 300 million dollars from Congress to do ads to say that the pandemic everything is okay it's all good nothing to see here Dennis Quaid you know one of the, is an actor that's uh, is going to be featured in some of these campaign ads CeCe Winans you know Gough Brooks only well, like $300 million that you pull from the opioid crisis to fund ads. Like, does anybody stop and say, you want to do some ads? So we're in the middle of a pandemic. You need $300 million to run ads to say that everything is okay. It's $300, $300 million to convince people that everything is okay. Something just seems a little odd about that. But um, yeah, and he's no longer there. So you can't ask him, right? And now, now he's he's claiming he has cancer. He might he might very well have cancer. First was mental health, and now he has cancer. It's like, okay, what what what's the story? What is it going to be? But you give somebody three hundred million dollars to to run basically campaign ads to say that everything is okay. So yeah, I've got this thing covered, and I'm going to need three hundred million dollars to do it. And he's got people, his cronies, his that he has relationships with. They're the ones who produce the ads. Really draining a swamp. <laughs> so that after looking at that and some of the other stories, I said, let me start my day over. So I, I did that instead of uh To get all that negative stuff out of my, my, my system and it's in here we go and we're talking about it. But I didn't start the day with it. I, I didn't I didn't go on right away and start talking about that. I said, Let me let me get situated, let me let me uh breathe and, and, and get let me start afresh. So that's what I did. I started fresh. You know, I sat up and, and then I was sewing. Sewing always seems to relax me. So I I um, I um was putting together this mask. You know, I was sewing up this mask. My my my, my sisters, uh, actually, both of us were here, both of my sisters, and somebody online on IG was like, yo, I see you were there with your sister and your niece. I'm like, well, they're both my sisters, and it was just—it's just good times. I just enjoyed the, the the company, you know. Growing up, we didn't really spend a whole lot of um, time to, together in the house. It was like that was the meeting place where we sat down, we ate, and then we were out of the house afterwards, you know. But my, my, my older sister that lived there was sort of like my my, my hero growing up, you know. I remember um, distinctly one day playing dog pile on the rabbit. You know, I don't know if you, how many of you ever played Dog Pile on the Rabbit? I never really, um, I think after this incident is when I, uh, lost my love for Dog Pile on the Rabbit. I didn't want to play and I, and I specifically, and now I'm good. I don't want to play. I don't want to play. I don't want to play. They threw the ball to me. I don't remember if I caught it or dropped it or whatever, but I know I got piled on. So I get piled on, I get up, peel off. No problem. I'm not crying. I'm just, I just didn't want to play. It just didn't just, it just seemed like a senseless game. What's going on? And so I say, all right, I, I'm up. I don't want to play. I get up. They, 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 they tackle me. I get up. I'm walking away. I'm leaving from the park. There's this little little park on Macon Street. Very tiny park. They just kind of like, like, like this makeshift park. You think about a brownstone, a missing brownstone. They put some asphalt in there and they made this like a little park in the middle of uh, Bedford-Stuyvesant. After they peel me off, I'm walking and I feel something dripping, um, you know, down my leg. I look and my leg is open. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's white. That's a lot of blood. Oh, geez. So now I'm not supposed to be off the block. I'm around the corner. I got to come home. And my oldest sister is there. And so she, she went to Clara Barn. So she bandaged up my leg. So I could go get stitches, you know, and getting to e- explain to your parents, my parents are like, yo, you're not supposed to be off the block. You're supposed to be following directions. So I'm off the block. I got a big cut on my on my leg. So now I've got to go to find my mother so we could go to the uh, the doctor, the hospital and get stitches. There's no no emergency, um, you know, like centers you just kind of runs he's out of st john's hospital so i gotta i gotta go to the hairdresser first get my mother from the hairdresser and then we go and get um get, get my leg situated and the doctor's like yo who bandaged up his leg you know i said my sister did and she's like she did a great job you know he was like she really he really secured that it's like he was really the doctor i remember him talking about the leg like yo, she really did a fantastic job of bandaging this up. Where did she learn that? I, was like, I don't know where she learned that. She went to school. I talked about about it a little while ago. It was at Clara Barton High School. So seeing my sister, my sister's always been like this person that has um. You know, you, you you have you might have them. You might be this type of individual. But you you get deep into something and find out the like the best way to do it and curious and search and, you know, like detective type person. This is this is how she figured out, you know, she took good notes and bandaged up my leg and was like, yo, I'm exploring this thing. I want to find out more about it. I'm like, wow. And I think at one point she was um, my father's favorite. Because while she was at Clara Barton, you know, she said she wanted to learn how to type. And my dad went out and bought her a typewriter. She had a typewriter. So that's how we've determined that, um, I think Yvonne was the favorite. So we were here yesterday sewing. And so she's teaching Eleanor, uh, that's my other sister, how to, um, you know, some tricks. And, you know, they sit together and they kind of bond. So I come by and, you know, I'm the dude that, that... it's like yo, I wanna I want to sew, Cause I like I like fashion, I like clothes. There was this time when my mother made would make our clothes growing up. And she made these corduroy pants. I like the color. But I distinctly remember having a conversation with my mom, I was like mom, look, something is not right with these pants. The color looks different. And it feels different. Corduroy has a grain in the fabric, so if you rub it, you can feel if you're going against the grain or with the grain. And if if one leg was with the grain and the other leg was without the grain, and so it looked like two different colors. It was the same fabric, but she made a mistake. She made a mistake. People make mistakes. I make mistakes. Sometimes I'm putting something together and it comes out not the way you plan. And so yeah, it was a it was a mistake. So things happen. You move on. But my mother was adamant that it was the same color. And I was looking at this fabric and I said, something is not right. And that's what started my, you know, my interest in sewing. But it is, it is relaxing. It's the repeat, repetitive motion of doing something and then you find out about it and and, it, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, I come by and I got my um. She's mocking me because I had my little, uh my little lunch bag with me my little lunch bag I put the uh the mask and things that I, that I made you know inside of uh inside of the lunch bag and I carry that with me just to have just so I don't have a anyhow that was my bag so I come in and they're sitting out and they're, they're sewing they've got the machines they're going or whatever and and so yeah I was like okay so I woke up this morning and I was working on on this mask I wind up breaking my sister's needle like, how did you break my needle? I'm like, oh my God. I could not figure out where the reverse button was on her sewing machine. But, um, then I did. And so that is it. But, you know, it's just good to be able to, you know, you, you have these connections that you, we, you know, you didn't have growing up. And, um, I don't know if you have, if you're close with your siblings or not, but everyone is different. You know, every family makeup is, is different and, You know, we were, um, we weren't that close, uh, growing up, but we've become closer over the years, you know, and it's just, it is this, it is, um, it's good. It's a good feeling, you know, it's kind of weird. And I like, I like the thing that she does with, with my sister, spending time with her, you know, with Eleanor or whatever. I'm in, like I said, I'm in the, um, the satellite location when I first moved to, uh, Bridgeport, uh, you know, before I decided whether that theft's going to stay or not. But this is the room I was staying in, you know. And this is the place where she started, um, like, could you see that? Comfort zone. Started making soap. So I asked her this morning. I said, Yvonne, I need some soap, you know, for my face. This was not the petition to um, get a bar of soap named after me. But I said, I need some soap. She's like, you need some soap For what? For to take a bath here, like no, you got soap. But why would I need soap from you when you got soap? You know. So this is, this is the Ivan. But I what I used this morning was like, um, it was like spearmint. Not like an experiment. It was spearmint, like like, you know, like the gum, Wrigley's spearmint, and eucalyptus. So it has this nice, you know, nice cleansing. And it feel and it smelled good and it's like oh man that's what I needed to refresh restart the day I don't know if you guys have like a morning routine or something that you that you're into or whatever but that's what I did I got up took a shower and said then I would, then I would produce this episode but you know I need I need to get back into a a, a routine um yeah because I can't wake up I don't wake up at I can't wake up in the morning and 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 check out the news first that's just like that's not a good thing. Not a good thing. I'm a sneaker addict. So I went to um was in Bridgeport the other day. Rundown. There's a um, there was a a pharmacy that was um on Main Street in Bridgeport. Lupe's. They're no longer there. I drove by and I noticed something different. I said, yo, this where's something just different is a sneaker store. So because I'm a sneaker addict. I stopped in. They didn't have a sign out. And so I wanted to find out what was going on, you know, rundown. So I went in there to get the rundown of what was happening. Yo, what's going on? What is this? You know, I posted about it before. And the guy gave me his business card. And what I liked is on the back of his business card was a QR code. And so when you scan the QR code, it brings up information about the site. I thought that was pretty slick. You know, so I spoke to the young man 24 years old in the middle of the pandemic. He's he had the gumption. I don't know why I like saying gumption. It just sounds so... <laughs> he, had, he said, I want to start a business. Where he was working at, previously, he was in a sneaker store. And he said he made a decision to work at this sneaker store because he wanted to learn. And then when the pandemic hit, they shut it down. So he worked there for a number of years. And then they shut down. So he had to decide like what he was going to do. And he said, you know what? You know, I have I've always already had a passion for, for sneakers and he decided to open up a sneaker shop. And so he's got, you know, everything from Yeezys, Jordans, Supremes, a lot of just just if you're a sneakerhead, this would be a nice place. And it's like I wanted a I wanted something that spoke to to Connecticut and it wasn't necessarily some a culture. He wanted to to establish a culture within Connecticut. And I've always been of the, the mindset, like, if you're in, in a particular state, you know, your state should represent, like, your your state. It, like, it shouldn't be, don't try to replicate or duplicate something from someplace else and be you. And a lot of people in Connecticut, what i found is, you know, you said, like, why don't they have, like, their own, like, music culture? I don't know if because of the proximity to New York. Um, That it kind of like overshadows New Jersey. Like you should have your own sound, your own like don't don't be don't You have a whole state and then you want to be like another state, be your state, your state, you know, build up your state and support each other and and grow. Don't don't copy something else from somebody else. That doesn't make sense to me. You know, so he he's of that mindset. Now I want to do my own thing. You know, I think we're gonna have something special and establishing something. So I, I commend him as a young man, 24 years old, an entrepreneur, you know, he's got a team, he's got a technician, um, a tech geek on his on his team. He figured you put the QR code on the back of the um, you know, on the bottom of the card. I thought that's cool. Who's this? This is the, the, the post office. Even the post office has a QR code on the bottom of their um on the bottom of their card. So yeah, that is that is that 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 guy. I think it was it's a good thing. It's encouraging because you have in Bridgeport, you have a lot of people who are saying that, you know, a lot of Bridgeport gets a lot of bad press. And so when I see young people um who are about something and building something, I will um I will shout them out, man, because the the alternative is just to say, to have somebody else, you know, telling a, net, a narrative of, of what's going on. What's going on, Felipe, of what's happening with young people. And and the perception would then get skewed, you know. He said, I'm not about um, hanging out or whatever. You know, he wants to establish a business. You know, I thought the idea of saying, you know, I learned a lot of, um, you know, I watched my father. He's a good guy, but he made some mistakes in his life. And what I wanted to do was not to repeat those mistakes in my life. So I, you know, wanted to learn from those lessons. And I looked at my mother and, you know, took some things from her. And I decided that this is something that I wanted to do. Why not pursue my passion? So, yeah, I wish him much success in his business. And that's the, that is the third person that I saw uh, a young entrepreneur out doing their thing. You know, the, the, the first you come across the sky. You know, flavors, famous chicken and fish and then surf versus turf. They opened up in January and then the pandemic hit. But the model of their business was strictly going to be takeout. So they really weren't impacted. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about businesses launching now during the pandemic and think about leadership and customer service, those little things matter. It's like those little things, those little cuts, those little things make a difference. What's going on, Mark? Make a difference, you know? It's not like one one thing is going to collapse your business, but little things that you do on a regular basis make a difference. If I go into a restaurant and someone sees me and I'm looking at something and they say, would you like a menu? That little thing makes it an impression in me. Hmm, you acknowledging that I'm here and you see this as an opportunity to perhaps, maybe, you might come back another time. So, Bonchakon, she was like, yo, would you like a menu? I was like, yeah, um, no, I don't want a menu, but, um, I'll take it because I like the gesture. I like the idea of you recognizing that somebody's in your establishment and you figure, you know what, I will, um, I will. I will secure. And I don't know if she's the, a a a um a part owner of the business or just an employee, but she's acting in a leadership capacity because she's saying, "Hey, if you're standing around, you might want to come back at another point. It might not be today, but maybe you'll have the menu and you might make a decision. Someone else might just see you there and it's just like." Alright, he's just looking at the wall And I wasn't looking at the food I was just looking at the sign that was on the wall I get caught up in like decor I Like the signage, the colors Because I'm into design Stuff like that makes me um, You know, you get curious about them It's like, what is that? And you move on, you know It's those little things that make an impression On you, you know That is um, That is where we're at I don't know what we got going on this week uh, a couple of folks that I want to um, get on the show. I was thinking about. There's this. Uh, there's this. Uh, Uncle Luke. I'm gonna reach out to Luke, and get him on the uh, Luther. Uncle Luke, <laughs> Luther. The, the, there's this discipline. This constantly putting in work. You see him. In this kind con- of. And so yeah i i i wanna um uh, I wanna have him on the show, I was thinking about it earlier, so let me reach out to um Luther, get him on the show, and we have a couple of episodes that we need to to get released um yeah, so it is Sunday, I got some messages, and I almost forgot to play them for you, so I will play them now, yeah, so. Let me go ahead and play these messages now. Shout out to Norman. Uh, Thomas he used to uh, used to be a colleague of mine in another life. So yeah. Let me uh let's play that message from him.
0: Hey, this is Norman Thomas. From Houston, Texas, I am catching up on all of these amazing podcasts, and I'm enjoying every bit of it. Keep going, man. You are really doing your thing.
1: So thank you, Norman Thomas, and all the way from Texas, he's a gospel singer. He's one of the first people I mentioned to him. like, Norman, let me ask you a question, man. What is it about Connecticut artists They don't seem to have, like that have like a a vibe in a a community, you know, like just don't support each other. And that's, that's been like a common theme that I've been hearing. A lot of them just don't support each other. A lot of them just don't support each other. I'm like, wow. How do you do that? This one is from who we got up next. I think this is from Yolanda. This is from Yolanda. So thank you, Norman, for uh, leaving the message. I'll tell you how you can go ahead and leave a message. You're so, inclined to do go to Pod Page, my Pod Page. Let's, uh, no, this is not from Yolanda. This is from Tanjil.
0: Hi, Derek. This is Tanjil. I am Tangel. Just- leaving a message for you to just tell you I greatly appreciate the podcast that you have created Um, the atmosphere is awesome and it's wonderful the topics are real and I thoroughly enjoy the informative information that you provide for the public and I just want you to keep on rocking on and doing your thing I appreciate it uh, you creating a an overall atmosphere for all people to come and just listen to you. And, um, you do great things. And I like the topics that you talk about. Um, some of them are very upbeat, some of them are serious, and some of them are very comedic. So you have a little flair of a little bit of everything. And that's what I like about behind the wheel. So, Keep
1: on keeping on and I appreciate it. And I look forward to your next episode. That's Tangel. All right. So thank you, Tangel, for your message. I certainly appreciate those kind words. And the last one is from Yolanda Jones. This thing here keeps asking me and I'll say, yes, I want to stay signed in. Remember me? And I'll check the checkbox. And then every time I go to sign in, it asks me the same question for my ID. It's like, come on, guy. Yolanda Jones.
0: Hi, it's Yolanda. Leaving a message. Hopefully
1: you still have some free math. That's Yolanda's message. And, um, yeah, already sent hers out. So I'm waiting for, you know, a picture with her. Uh in her mask and I think the last thing that I wanted to talk about I didn't talk about it um I didn't talk about it during the during the episode it slipped my mind um but there is a story that was um a new story that was in New York uh concerning residents legal residents resident aliens and get through the, the terminology I think it's resident aliens um, the right to vote and so there's there's some laws that's on the table uh, I think we have her on the uh, the show to talk more about it um, but yeah the that, that's a huge opportunity you have folks who are uh, West Indian you know Caribbean descent and yeah they don't have uh paying taxes and everything and just not uh able to vote so they're looking to um look at to change that so yeah let me see if I can pull up the website for you so you can take a look at it representative nyc so if you're in New York this might and even if you're not from New York i think some other states have have um yeah so that is the site there represent we so yeah, I'll leave the link in the description, and so she's got all like the google the google the Google drive um documents um it's a, it's already a pre formatted uh email that you can send out to your representatives you know you just plug in your your name if you're in New york um District where you're at. Good morning. I just played your message, Tangel, And so you can plug in your, your information and it's pre-populated and then just send it off to tell them to, uh, to raise awareness around this issue for residents, you know, permanent residents of the United States who can't vote. Um, and they're actually going to be raising the, the, the cost to take the, uh, the, the citizenship exam. I think right now it's about seven, seven hundred fifty dollars to take the exam. Um, and they're going to be raising that to maybe about a grand. Um, so, yeah, you have folks who are like uh, I don't have a thousand dollars to take uh, this exam. So, mm-hmm. but it's a large voting block. And I was wondering if they had uh, classes to help people take the exam. So to, if you're going to drop a thousand dollars on a test and you, you better be prepared because um, it's a lot of money just to be thrown away. So don't want that to be the case. So that was the last of the story. I did the whole episode and I forgot that I didn't play the um the audio, Tangel, and so I just played the audio and we're wrapping up. Uh, I had to start the day over, <laughs> if that's even possible. But um, yeah. So let me edit this, get this up on the podcast. Thank you so much for your for those kind words, Tangel. I certainly do appreciate it, and your gift will be in the mail. It's not just like a um. You know, just just a tagline. It's in the mail, like the check is in the mail. It's going to be in the mail. I'm putting it together now. I've, I've got it in the bag. It's not a lunch bag, but yeah. Enjoy your day. Take it easy. Peace.